After knocking on the motel door, Evangeline heard the joyous greeting from Astrid. She peered inside. Well, yee-haw, she said. Astrid stood with her back to the bathroom door and peered over her shoulder at her reflection in the full-length mirror hung there. She shifted her weight from one foot to the other. Evangeline, my dear friend, you have what is known as a presence. You're tall, statuesque, distinguished. She shifted her head and looked over her other shoulder. So even when you say something like yee-haw, it has an upper-class ring. So I assume you are talking about my attire and not my rear end? I'm sure a lot of guys have said yee-haw to that, too, but yes, I was speaking about your clothes. The white boots made the blonde girl an inch taller than normal. The snug jeans were tucked into the boots on one end and into her blue cowboy shirt spotted with white rhinestones on the other. A white cowboy hat topped the blonde hair. When in Rome, do as the Romans. When in Wyoming, dress like cowboys. Where were you off to? The Spotted Calf. It's a local watering hole. The establishment gives aspiring local singers a chance to get up on stage and sing their hearts out. Most customers, thank goodness, are usually drunk enough to appreciate bad music. I hear everyone gets applause, and it will be a very good way to meet people. Searching for music lovers? Astrid laughed, among other things. Being a baseball fan, Drake was reading a preview of the upcoming season when his agency's cell phone rang. He was relaxed in a chair, his feet up on the motel bed, a bourbon and coke on the night table, when he picked up the phone. Drake here, he said. John, how do you like Wyoming? said Art Nevins. A traveler's delight. I don't understand why people keep going to Disney World. I assume you have news? Nevins's voice dropped. Yes, it's not good, although it confirms our suspicions. There were drugs, sedatives, and tranquilizers in Hansen's system when he died. Matt hardly took aspirin, much less anything stronger. Yes, I know, but the drugs we found were powerful enough to render him unconscious. There were also minor tears on his wrists and legs, as if he had been tied up. So if this was a routine case, an investigator might say our colleague took too many drugs, became confused, and walked out into the sub-freezing weather, stumbled, and froze to death, Drake said. Yes. But we're guessing he was tied up, drugged, then left out in the open to die. We are working with the local police. There is going to be a preliminary statement in a few days stating that there is no evidence of foul play— that Mr. Hansen apparently became confused, wandered outside, became dazed, lost consciousness, and died of the cold. A final report will be released at a later date when the investigation is concluded. That should give you time to complete your work without arousing any suspicion. Yes, it was a good scheme. They almost got away with it. We want to convince them they did get away with it, Nevin said. Before Matt came out here, was there anything in this area that might be regarded as suspicious or dangerous to national security? No, and that's what's puzzling. We have checked with the FBI and neither they nor we have anything in our files about Cheyenne County, Wyoming. In other places, there are still a lot of radicals running around, but nothing in that region. Crime is very low there. Plus, to the best of our knowledge, there are no terrorist sympathizers. They should put that on the tourist brochures. 
so we have no idea what Mac could have stumbled across. Wyoming is a red state, for Pete's sake. The budget is balanced, the wacko quotient is low, and no one is calling for jihad. There's not even any survivalists out there. Those guys are up in Idaho. Yet Matt found something, something he thought was extremely dangerous. But no one among our analysts has come up with any theory about what that might be. This is one time where we're flying blind, and there's no landing lights.